Welcome to Sprinkle with Hope Podcast and your host, Shane. Today, truly inspired by our guest, Alexa. She created a Facebook page called Your Beautiful Life by Alexa, and it ties in perfectly with the messages that Jason and I very often talk about. And so we are so happy that she was finally able to join us and really, really good discussion. Please listen into this one. She is amazing. She is awesome. And I, I love that she's still, you know, a, a working mom. She, she, you know, she's trying to just help the world to find peace and joy, happiness, and all of these things amidst the tri- trials and challenges that we all face. And so I just loved her message. I loved what she was talking about. Um, you know, her her message resonated with Shane and I very much so. And so listen in. I hope you get inspired by what her message is and please go give her a follow um, if you follow us and again we want you guys to know that we love you you're worthy and worth every single minute of every day we appreciate you listening to our podcast we appreciate your help and support um, with us and and if you feel so inclined please share this with others so that we can continue to grow our community and share uh, you know, that hope throughout the world and sprinkle it all the way across the globe. So thank you so much. And here we go with Alexa Ortiz. Welcome to the Sprinkled with Hope podcast. Welcome to Sprinkle with Hope podcast and your host, Shane. Today, we have truly an amazing guest. Alexa Ortiz is coming to us. Um, she actually started a Facebook page called Your Beautiful Life by Alexa almost 10 years ago. So February of 2012. And when I came across this page, I just thought, oh my gosh, Alexa motivates and inspires me. And so I have to talk to her. So I invited her on and we're so happy that you're here with us, Alexa. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you guys today as well. So tell us a little bit about why you started this uh, Facebook page, Your Beautiful Life by Alexa. Sure. So professionally, um, back in 2010, I was a licensed clinical social worker, and I was um, working with women that had had substance abuse issues and had had their children removed um, and basically came into this program called Drug Court. And I was one of the primary uh, drug court specialists that had to meet with these women and kind of guide them through the process of what it took to reunify with these kids again. Right. So I thought to myself, there's really no place that I can like share like pretty pictures, like images. It really it was just something I needed a place for them to identify and to kind of gather together. So I said, let me create a page. Let me create Facebook was very different 10 years ago. It was a lot easier uh, to grow things. Um, I didn't know any rules. didn't know anything about algorithms. I started the page and it was first a group of like 10 women. That's all it was. And I would post like every so often and they would go in there and I would say, hey, guys, go look at the pictures that I posted today. And then when we have group therapy, we'll talk about what you saw. And if any of that spoke to you, let's kind of use that as a, as a talking point. Um, and it started to grow organically. I have never paid a penny to Facebook, to Instagram, to anyone. It went from like my 10 girls to like 20, 50, 100, 1,000. And I'm like, 
what am I doing? What is this? <laughs> yeah. And the messages started to come in back. I mean, 10 years ago, it was easy to get messages. People would message you and you would see comments and just people started to share about their lives and what they were going through. Um, and it was so humbling um, that I said, oh my gosh, no, I, I think I have something here. I don't know what I have, and but I think I have something here. And it just kind of took off. Um, I made my posters on like, I would literally take pictures of like blank canvases and then mm. write posters on them. Um, and it just kind of became a place. It became a healing place for me as well. Um, and a place where I could just share with others. And, and that's always been the why always. Yeah. That's really cool. You know, if you, if you don't, aren't familiar with this page, Alexa started with the 10 girls that she knew, but it's grown to almost 2 million followers, which I thought is amazing that that many people are seeing your message uh, all the time. So that's one of the reasons why I had to get you on our show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So how, how are you continuing to build that? Or is it just kind of naturally continuing to grow organically because people want to get, you know, are attracted to your message? So I how are so. you? Yeah, go ahead. There's really nothing I've, I've ever done again. I Maybe I should think about looking into algorithms <laughs> and like when should I post or when shouldn't. But the the reality is, um, you know, since I started the page, I changed careers. I then became a behavior analyst. So I went back to school, got a second master's degree. I've had three kids in the process. So it it was always like my passion, but I had other things going on in my life. So it was just like, I'll create a post and I'll post it and we'll see what happens. And there was months where I wouldn't post anything because um, it was a little bit difficult or I was, you know, in the middle of something, but it always, it was always like my baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it kind of just, it's taken a life on, of its own. Um, Instagram has been a little more difficult. Um, I will share this with you guys. I never wanted to show myself on on the page or it was never I never wanted it to be about me mm-hmm. I named it specifically your beautiful life because I had always thought like hey like maybe I'm reading this and people will take this like it's a message from my beautiful life like my life is talking to me I need to listen right mm-hmm. but I had the page hacked about six years ago um, and it was a horrible experience um, they basically took the page they started putting some really really nasty content on it mm. I don't even know how I got it back we had to get a friend of mine knew somebody within like the FBI cyber crimes and it was a horrible process um, so they suggested that I write my name on it and it was originally your beautiful life by Alexa Ortiz and I'm like nope I'm not happy with this I don't <laughs> want this out there yeah so I was able to kind of shorten it and put my name and I started to realize that once I opened up and kind of went like this and like was vulnerable to put myself yeah. out there, the page just took off. Um, I think people were able to identify like it's not some robot. It's this like 40 year old woman in Miami, Florida that's overworked, <laughs> like she's tired. She has three kids and she's doing this and she's you know sharing these messages. And, and that's been for me. It, this is a gift for me. It's as healing as it might be for other people. It's, it's been very healing for me as well. Yeah, that's really cool. I think the first video I saw was of you talking about that vulnerability that sometimes we need to open ourselves up to teach other people that that is okay. Um, and the more we share with our life, the more it might help others. And so 
I'm just curious, have you ever met any of outside of these 10 that you started with? Do you meet your followers or is that I sort have. of off limits? <laughs> no, I have. Um, a couple of years ago, there was a, a group of people, again, since Facebook has changed so much, it's been difficult for people to reach out. Like they'll send me a message and I'll respond. And then maybe they'll say, oh my gosh, I never got to see this. And it's been three months. But back in the day, we actually formed like a little group. It was these five women. Um, one of them is in California. One is in New York. I've been able to meet one of them. I had lunch with one of them in New York. Um, it, it was beautiful. Um, and to to be able to not only share our experiences, but actually get to meet each other, like there's, there's nothing like that. Um, these two women had, you know, they each had their own pages. So as page owners, we were trying to support each other. And we obviously each had a story and to be able to come in and like meet each other and say, Oh my gosh, like this crazy internet, this crazy thing that can be so negative at times was able to create something positive and bring these women that we would have never known each other otherwise together. So I look, I look for those moments of positivity within what has kind of turned into something negative social media for me I had to take a step back a couple months ago and you know and say like I can't do this right now under this under this but I said at the same time people need these messages so let me go back out there you know let me like like Bernie Brown says let me go in the arena let me figure this out and let me be vulnerable and and I don't regret it it's 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 really it's humbling to be able to do this for me yeah, I, I love your message, and it, and it's it sounds like you're just taking words literally right out of my mouth, because um, we share a, such a similar message. Of you're right, there is so much negativity out there, even in the world, right? Not just social media, but just all over the place. That um, you know, sharing a positive message and an uplifting message um, is just so energizing. So how? How does it make you feel sharing such a, a beautiful message to the world and, 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 you know, helping others in a difficult time when, when there's so many different things coming at you from every different angle, right? Sure. I think for me, it brings me a lot of peace. You know, um, the work I do is very hard. The work I've been doing for years is very hard. And to be able to share a little bit of, of hope, right? Like to be able to share something with someone else. If that's not the point of humanity, I, I don't know what is, you know, this connection of even if it's through a, a screen or, or whatnot, the ability to connect with these people, it, it's like, what this has to be my purpose. This is it. I mean, I, I want to say that there's bigger purpose in this, right? But to connect with these individuals, I, I think that there is no greater gift. Um, this page, I've never wanted to turn it into something else. I mean, I can share with you guys, I've been approached by so many companies, like makeup companies, let's do something with like teeth whitening. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is not I'm not an influencer at all. I'm not interested in doing that. I've taken a different approach um, with promoting my favorite authors um, and promoting their their work and their books, because I feel like if there's anything that I'm going to promote, it's it's self-help, right? Yeah. So if I can do it through sharing actual words and sharing the books that have helped me, I think that's where I'm willing to take it. Um, but I've never wanted the page to be just like, hey, okay, now you have a million followers, like start selling makeup, which there's nothing wrong with that, you know, sure. yeah. kudos to the people that can do that. But that's not where I wanted to take this. Yep. I, I totally agree. I think what you're saying 
and I really appreciate is that you're really doing it um, for other people, but you're also doing it because you feel the calling. You feel like you can't, you know, you had mentioned, I, I had to go away from social media, but you have to come back to it. It's your, it's our calling. It's our purpose. And I love that. So don't give that up. Um, I think your message is just so beautiful. It really is. So for the, our listeners who don't know this, please go check it out. Um, your beautiful life by Alexa. It seriously is <laughs> exactly aligns with our messages. So we, we sure appreciate Alexa and what she does. So I'm curious, are there other things outside of this and your full-time job that you're sort of working on on the side or is, does this keep you busy? So I've, I've been wanting to, to write myself. I've loved writing since I was a little girl. Um, but that for me has come with a lot of like facing that vulnerability and facing putting myself out there. Um, I have kind of said that for 2022, it's, it's my goal to just really take off the layers and, and to kind of show myself, which is why I have been doing the videos and, and kind of going out there and, and putting myself out there and speaking and saying, Hey, this is scary for me too. Um, because I, I, I think I have a book in me. I, I said that the other day, I think, <laughs> yes. I, have, I think I have some words that I'd like to share. I, it's just about stop making excuses. Um, I think, you know, yes, I'm busy and I think we all are, but when you really, really want to do something, you, you find the time. So mm-hmm. I have been writing. I have stuff. I used to write under a pen name, actually. Oh. Um, the, the name, and I can share it now. It's, it's not a big deal. Um, the name was Mila Braun. And this was way before I had my daughter, whose name is Mila. Oh. And um, my maiden name is Hale Braun. So I took like kind of pieces of the daughter I would have wanted one day with my maiden name. And I wrote a lot under that name. And it's funny, I'll go in Pinterest and search the name. I'm like, oh my gosh, that stuff is still on there. People (laughs) share that. That's crazy. So I have content. I just need to get serious about it. Um, I think it's more than, than just about me. If, If there's a way that I can help others heal, even if it's scary, even if there will be critics, even if there will be people that may not like it. If I can help one person, then then that's something I need to do. Beautiful, that's spot on. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah, we love that message. We say that message all the time. Um, so you said something interesting that struck me, and that Shane and I are actually going to do a full podcast episode on, and that is purpose. You kind of touched on, you know, having goals and having this purpose. I, I want to kind of get your take on it. What? what would you say is the difference between a goal and, and having purpose and drive? I mean, I think goals can, can mean so many things Like we want to do. I mean, my goal is to be more organized, right? Like I want to be organized in my life. I want to time manage better, but I think purpose is a little deeper. I think purpose means why are we here? Like this can't just be like, we didn't come here to just work nine to five. And like, we didn't just come here to be in Miami traffic for hours and hours. Like, I think for me, purpose validates my existence. Like, Mm -hmm. why did I come here? Like, what is my message? And I'm not saying that I, you know, I have this crazy purpose that I'm going to change billions of lives. But I think that each in our own way, whether it's a macro level or a micro level, we're able to make changes. And I think for me, purpose is just that figuring out when are those moments that I feel the happiest or when obviously when I'm with my kids, when I'm with my husband, but for me, when I am helping someone out and I'm being there, like I have my hand on your back, like I'm going to guide you through this. 
there is a type of euphoria, at least that I feel in those moments that I have always said, which is why I went into social work, which is why I was a therapist, which is why now I work with children that are diagnosed with disabilities. There's something about that where I no longer feel like I'm just Alexa. It feels different. It feels like, like it's like an outer body experience. It feels like I'm supposed to be doing this. Yep. And I, I, I don't think Jason and I are there yet. I think we've started that journey because we've only been doing this for a little bit. Uh, but I would say that we're feeling a lot of those same feelings where we're understanding our purpose and, and it is honestly to reach out and help as many people as possible. But if it's just one, it's all worth it. It doesn't have to be millions and billions. It can be one. So um, near the end of our podcast, we um, have what we call the double down dose. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have a question for you. Then Jason will ask a follow-up. Okay. First question, because we talk a lot about hope. Our podcast is called Sprinkle with Hope. How would you define hope? Yeah, I think hope is that feeling that things can be better, that things will be better. Um, it's that light of the end of the tunnel for me. Um, I've had many instances in my life where all I had was hope. Um, and I think it's, it's just, it's a, it's a feeling. It's a, it's almost, you can't even describe it, right? It's, it's this, this, um, it just feels like a light for me. I, I imagine hope and I, I see a, a bright light. I see the ability for things to change. If we have nothing else, we have hope. And I think if we have that, that's the foundation of change for me. Like I've seen it with my clients that have had their children taken away, people that have been, you know, through many, many things in their lives. If I have hope, I'm able to work with that person. Same with my parents now that have children with disabilities. If there's a hope that things can change, I have a foundation. I have a parent that's willing to give and to, and to make changes and to, you know, do things differently. And, and without that, I think it's scary when there's no hope, mm-hmm. but I think that that kind of is for me, maybe the answer is to that. It's the foundation of everything else. I love it. I love it. So the, the second part, so we, we talk about hope and we actually created a, an acronym, uh, H-O-P-E or overcome passion and enough. And I haven't asked this for a while, but what would you say about being enough or your self-worth? What, you know, what would you say about that? I think self-worth and, and feeling enough is, is something that a lot of us struggle with. Right. Um, and I think it's something that it's just not always like, Oh, you're good. I feel enough. I'm always enough. I think it's cyclical. I think there's days that I wake up and I'm like, I'm on top of the world. I am enough. I am secure. I feel good. And then like one thing will happen and I start to question my worth, right? Like, am I a good enough mom? Am I a good enough behavior analyst? Am I a good enough human? Like I didn't do anything today. And being enough, and, and this is one of my, my favorite authors, Daniel Kepke, talks a lot about being enough, right? Of just of just being and giving your best and, and doing what you can. And I think once I'm able, when I have the times that I've felt that and I'm just able to accept, like, I'm here, like, this is it, like, being here is enough. I kind of grab and take myself out of those like dark moments that I think we all experience, you know, um, even when I feel great, I know that it's easy. It'll, it'll be like one little thing. And I'm like, Oh, not in a good place. And I have to kind of ground myself and remember like, 
me being here and doing the best that I can is enough. And if there's a message that I, I think I, I, I share that message a lot, like wherever you are, whatever you're doing, wherever you want to be right now, you are enough because when you don't feel like you're enough, I think that's a very dark place, which leads to, to, to a lot of ugly feelings. So if we can start to teach kids, even my kids at a young age, like, listen, you are, you are great the way you are. You are enough. You're perfectly imperfect. Those are what makes you your, you know, makes you, you, and we can accept that. I think it makes a, a huge difference in our lives. Right. Yeah. We totally agree with everything you're saying. <laughs> love it. Love it. Thank um, you. So we have shared how people can get, a, um, can join your group, your beautiful life by Alexa. I would encourage everybody who's hearing this to follow that. It just is beautiful messages um, to, given to us by Alexa. So Alexa, thank you so much for joining us today, for sharing your insight and uh, keep doing what you're doing, please. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me on here. It's a true honor. Yeah. I, I, I feel like asking a follow-up question um, to, to all of this. And it's, it's one that uh, sometimes we go back and forth, but what would you say about love? What is your definition of love? I think love is life, right? Like love is everything. Love is, oh man, that's a, that's a heavy one, right? Like <laughs> it is a heavy I one. think love is what saves us from us. Like self-love for me is such a big topic and, and love is little moments. Love is bits and pieces of everything. It's, 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 I think it's everything. It's, it's literally energy it's the universe it's what brought us here when you even think about like how did we get here like we're assuming two people somehow loved each other or something and we we came out of that so for me I think love is life I think that's it and when you put those two together with hope right I think that's when we can reach our full potential and that's when people can understand like I am not my situation I am not my circumstances I am this like loving being that that is supposed to be here to do something, to live a happy life, to live a beautiful life. Not, I mean, and everybody's circumstances are different and I understand that. And I'm, and I'm aware of that, but if, if there's anything that we can focus on and, and bring love and light and happiness to people, like, I think that's where we start. Yeah. Amen. That's <laughs> awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on with us, Alexa today. This Thank has been such did. a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you.